Yeah, it's very exciting news, Elliot, and um, thanks for your time. Good news for New Zealand athletes as well, I think, because you know you guys like coming across here and competing in this part of the world, so it is good news. You should try and put your hand up to be host one day. It's great in Auckland in 1990. I competed there then and fond memories of that, but no, it's, it's exciting news for, for our sports and and our athletes to be able to have another home games here in Australia. What's made it viable this time around? Because it doesn't seem that long ago, well, since Melbourne had it in 2006, obviously the Gold Coast having it in 2018. How has this been uh, viable again to put Australia um, front and centre as host? Well, there's been a big change to the way the the Commonwealth Games Federation want to run the Games. And it sort of started on the Gold Coast, you know, smaller city. Track cycling was in Brisbane, so you didn't need to build a you know track cycling velodrome on the Gold Coast. You know, Birmingham, we're going to see five athlete villages so uh, and the games that are spread out across the West Midlands. So those two things have sort of contributed. But the, the key part about the Commonwealth Games is it's not the Olympics and you shouldn't try and run it like the Olympics. And whilst we did a, a glorious job in Melbourne in 2006 and even on the Gold Coast, but certainly Melbourne, verging on being too big and too expensive for anyone else to want to host it. And, you know, we're lucky that Birmingham put their hand up for, for 2022. Uh, 2030 will be the centenary of the of the first games in Hamilton in Canada. And if they want to host again, I think everybody in the Commonwealth would be would be cheering for that. So for us, it was, it was 2026 or not until after the Brisbane Olympics and Paralympics in 2032. That's just, you know, the, the available game. So we were pretty keen. We, we started off in... In Adelaide, we had long chats with with Western Australia and other states as well. But more recently, Victoria have put their hand up and they've put forward this regional model where we're going to be based around the state rather than being based in Melbourne. And um, everyone thinks that's a fantastic idea. Have the Commonwealth Games still got the the X factor um, in terms of being a, a worldwide event? Well, it's, it, it's an interesting question and it's a throwaway line that's often used. And when the games are on, and I'm sure you find this in New Zealand, mm. all eyes are glued, are glued to it. And, you know, certainly our Australian perspective is that the, the fans, the people that are watching on TV or consuming through other media, but mainly through TV, they generally don't, aren't too fussed about whether it's the Olympics or the Commonwealth Games. And it's just like how we enjoy watching regional championships in you know, Asian Cup football, for instance, for our, for our soccer teams. We love it. So... Mm. Regional games absolutely have a place. I'm biased, of course, but you know, New Zealand sports fans, Australian sports fans, love watching their athletes compete in their national colours and taking on whoever it might be. And in this case, it's the Commonwealth. And you know, the Gold Coast broke all figures. Um, Birmingham will be a huge success, and uh, I think Victoria 2026 will be the same. Do you think with the the changes that you mentioned, and obviously uh, places like Ballarat, Bendigo, Geelong are all going to host events, this is the way forward for a Commonwealth Games and could ideally get um, some different countries, hey, perhaps New Zealand, back into the mix? Well, I think so. So if you look at New Zealand as an example, what, what this allows, you know, I've just seen a tremendous women's T20, um, you know, World Cup cricket in, uh, in New Zealand. And what it allows is for it not just to be in Auckland. You know, you might spread it around the, the North and South Island. You don't have to be in the one location. And um, whilst it's a different model, you know, you don't have all the athletes living under one roof in one village. If if that's the difference that would allow New Zealand to host it, just as it's been the difference, there's no way that Melbourne 2006 would have happened. The Victorian government wouldn't have been interested in standing up another 
2006 version of the Commonwealth Games. So the fact that we're, we're now able, under the new roadmap from the Commonwealth Games Federation, to put forward a different approach, I think opens it up to a whole stack of different places that may not have hosted the Games otherwise. And I think that's a really good thing. Obviously, it's gone between Australia and the UK for the last few events um, back to, to 2014 in Glasgow. Is this just basically kind of like the ashes that just goes back and forth between you two? But you do see maybe some other uh, other hosts coming in in the 2030 and beyond? Well, I, personally, I, I hope that that's, that that's the case, that it gets spread around more. I know from, from Commonwealth Games Australia's perspective, you know, we, we hope that that's the case. And I think Commonwealth Games... Well, you know, whether it's... it's you know, I went to Kuala Lumpur in, in 1998. We should be back at an Asian city, whether it's, you know, where, where it is, don't know. But the fact that, you know, to, again, to use New Zealand as the example, that you haven't hosted the Commonwealth Games since 1990, that doesn't, that doesn't sit well with me. You host great sporting events. You've got great athletes. You've got great facilities. Um, you know, perhaps it's just become a bit hard and too expensive under, you know, what was the old model and the new model might give you an opportunity. I, I absolutely hope that that's the case because if it is just swapping between Australia and and you know England slash UK, then I think the the future of the event would be in jeopardy. What's your message then to to the New Zealand Olympic Committee or or New Zealanders who might be listening tonight? Do you think that it's time for a bid for say twenty thirty four? Well, my first message would be we're a bit sad that you're going to come across here and we're going to win all the medals. But other than that, <laughs> um, other than that, no, I think that I think that. Yeah, I, I think that this will have, you know, event corporations and and local and and you know state and national governments looking at this to say, okay, they're actually serious about having a different model here. Um, we know that 2030, well, we hope that 2030 will be back in Canada. Um, that'll be up for them to decide. Hamilton's a very small um, town in in Canada, so you know they need flexibility to be able to host a games. Um, of course. You know, you'll have the benefit of competing in 2032 in Brisbane in, in Paralympics and, and an Olympic competition. Um, but, you know, 2034 um, New Zealand Commonwealth Games. It's got a ring to it. It's got a ring to it. It doesn't Come on, Elliot. You're very important. You've got, you know, you've got your, um, you know, direct line to your Prime Minister. Yeah, I'll just get her on the blower. Yeah, she loves it when I call her. Uh, (laughs) David, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Best of luck with all the uh, preparations over the next few years. Great to chat. No worries.